Welcome to Hellcats Podcast, where we discuss holistic cat nutrition and behavior. I'm Kate. And I'm Eggs. And today we'll be discussing whiskers. Whiskers? All How cute. Whiskers. <laughs> whiskers are cute. Yeah. Um, and I'd like to thank, as always, Louise for that amazing um, music introing us in. Thanks so much, Louise. What up, Louise? Yeah, so we're talking about whiskers today. Why? I mean, why in the world are whiskers important? Um, I think it's because there's a lot of stuff about whiskers that I definitely, even as much cat knowledge as I have, didn't know about some things. How about you? Do you feel like you were, in researching this episode, were you, uh, did you feel like you were expert level or were you blown away by anything? <laughs> no, I was blown away by everything. No, I mean, it's like, um, yeah, I forget what we were talking about before we even hopped on here. I'm like, we need to not talk until we hit record because I feel like sometimes when we're, Good when we're in the green room, we're, <laughs> um, yeah. But no, um, I, I did end up learning stuff, which is very exciting because there's there's one thing in particular we're going to talk about today that I'm really stoked to jump into. And I'll probably say this is going to be my favorite topic, but I say that about everything. So. <laughs> yeah. So to kick us off today, we're doing something a little different and we're going to be doing a quiz. To I'm kick terrified. Us to, yeah, it's it's um, I think it's going to be OK. I think that I think if I were taking this quiz it's it's like not tricky, but it's also like I'm just going to give you a hint. Not every question has just one answer. How about that? That might be if you need a little <sighs> assist. <Okay. laughs> so, Dude, I get such severe performance anxiety, too. So I'm like already sweating more than I already uh, usually am sweating. <laughs> I'm like I try to be like the cool teacher. So I'm like, don't even worry, because it's sort of like a you know, like, it's like, first of all, I'm going to give you options. It's not like free response. It's multiple choice. So that should feel good. Um, but yeah, let's just jump in. Yeah, let's get it so, over with, please. <laughs> yeah, let's just get into it. Okay. So whiskers. Um, let's start with what do whiskers, what are whiskers for? So whiskers help cats to see, hear, or smell. <laughs> C is for sure and probably what was the second one here here and smell not smell definitely C maybe here final answer yeah sure hurry up yeah. <laughs> okay so basically it's sort of so it is definitely C right so Something so about cats, like whiskers, cats have really bad eyesight, like close-up eyesight. They really can't see much within like 30-ish centimeters in front of them. So they absolutely help them see. And as we get into discussing more about what whiskers do um, and what they are, um, yeah, seeing is definitely the thing, the primary thing they they help them do. Um, and it also wasn't on there, but like sensing, like kind of that like touching feeling so yeah I think that's kind of where I was like I was kind of latching on what did I say here mm -hmm. is that what it is yeah no you said um, see you got it right 
Why not C? But what was the second option? Here. Yeah. And I think that's what I was like. I was lumping like the sensory thing mm-hmm. into. It's super sensory. It's kind of hard to de- define because it's almost like touch for us. Um, yeah. And that'll make more sense why that is as we as we get into the the anatomy. All right. One for, you're one for one. We're doing good here. So we know cats have um, their facial whiskers, but how many of the cheek those little cheek whiskers do cats have in total? 48, 32, or 24? 24. Ding, ding, ding. Yes. Is that, well, I think, I feel like when I was reading, it's like, they don't, isn't 24 total? Like they have some on the face, some on their little, like it's, behind so their legs? It's sort of a trick question. They have at least 24 whiskers, like on their cheek area. So it's usually hmm. four rows of three that just like go across. But some cats have more. Yeah. Um, And they do have whiskers, you know, in other parts of their body, which will be maybe another quiz question that we'll get to next. <laughs> but yeah. So essentially 12, at least 12 on each cheek. And, um, and yeah, they do... They can have more, but it's always an even number. Interesting. All right. So give me one more. Just pick one more. I can't. Just one more. <laughs> we'll do one more, um, which we were kind of already getting to. So true or false, whiskers are only found on a cat's face. False. Final Correct. answer. Correct. Yes. Three out of three. I aced it. No. Yeah. <laughs> so um, whiskers are also... Um, found on like over like on their cheeks over their eyes and then behind their front forelegs and so basically what these are is their tactile hairs that help them um essentially communicate they connect to nerve endings and help them uh they communicate information to the brain about distance from an object the direction they're going even things like uh the texture of a surface that they're walking on and so all of these hairs, like, it's kind of confusing because they're called tactile hairs, but they don't actually, the hairs themselves don't actually feel anything. It's just them connecting into those nerve endings directly that then communicate all that information to their brain. And it's, it's stuff like this, too. Like, this, it almost weirds me out. It's very spooky. You can, you like, can what detect- other animals what? have? <laughs> it's it's really, yeah, because yeah. it's kind of like, and once you get, yeah, like the science of this stuff for this episode, it's going to be a little bit nerdier because the science behind all of these things is fascinating. Um, just like how they work, because we don't, we'll get into it, but it is very different from, it's not like really like a fingernail that we have, like it is different. It doesn't, the how much it connects and um how much of their sensory input is from whiskers is really mind-boggling. But yeah, what kicks us off? So we got some some little info. Kate nailed the quiz 100%. So you well, get like a gold 90, star. like 95. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> the, this is why I wanted to talk about this. I mean, the, the world of whiskers is a vast one, right? But um, my own personal interest in it is um, in in regards to how you choose a food bowl for your pets. 
Um, eggs, what kind of bowls do you use? I use flat metal, like very lightly lipped dishes. Yep. Same. They're like, it's like a plate. It's like a plate. It's just Stainless. a rimmed plate. Yeah. Um, so the reason for this is it's the best. That's it. That's all you need to know. <laughs> That's all you need to know. Um, okay. So a lot of times if the cat won't eat the food at the bottom of the bowl, it's not because like they just changed their mind or, you know, they got to catch their show on TV. They want to get to it, but their whiskers are touching the sides of the bowl, which makes it not very exciting to um, get the food. It's like if you had to shove your head through a pipe to eat, like a, this is a terrible example, like it's not comfortable to do wow. and you may forfeit the food because it like it's actually harming you or stressing you out to get to the food. You're going to be able to to and I just want to say like heads up full tr- transparency disclosure. I upped my SSRI amount and that is why I'm feeling a little how do you say whoopy doopy loopy doopy <laughs> loopy doopy yeah that's why I'm feeling a little loopy doopy <laughs> um but no that's why I always recommend a flat bowl because whiskers aren't completely smashing into it and bending backwards and right so because if we think about that you know we just talked about how sensitive they are so imagine something on your body that's that sensitive <laughs> getting stimulated while you're trying to eat your food so the best analogy we could really come up with to like thinking about how sensitive whiskers are how sensitive they have to be this is essentially like what if you were trying to eat and your clit was being stimulated like <laughs> very intensely like do you think you could focus on what you were doing. I think we also would leave the food behind because that's like the, really the only analogy for something that's that sensitive. Like it's not the same, right? Because it's not, mm. you know, a hair attached to the nerve. It's just the nerve endings being close to the surface. But that's really the level of stimulation we're talking about. We're not talking about, you know, one of our hairs, like if you pulled a whisker hair out of your chin, as we were just talking about before the episode started, weirdly <laughs> enough, we were talking about our whiskers. But like that, like my chin whisker grazing something is not the same thing as a cat's whisker. It's much more intense. And that's, you know, kind of because uh, their whiskers are, you know, essentially like little radar detectors. So mm-hmm. they... um And this is sort of a fun fact of almost 40% of the part of the brain for cats that processes sensory information. So like we were talking about all of that um, kind of touch sensory stuff um, is connected to parts of the body with whiskers. So 40% of their sensory input comes from whiskers. And that's huge. Like um, that's just kind of like hard to imagine in comparison to a human. There isn't really a great comparison there, but extremely sensitive. And to circle back to Kate's point, that's why if they're eating from a bowl, that's, you know, touching the whiskers, crowding them in, they, you know, they don't really like that. They don't want to use it or they might not be eating their food. And if we've, you know, if we're playing detectives, we're trying to figure it out. Right. So, um, 
in the last episode, we eliminated, you know, food storage, proper food storage as whether a cat was not eating food. And now we're sort of eliminating, you know, is it the bowl? Is it something besides the food or besides a health issue? And on that too, I have uh, I have a friend who might be listening to this podcast, but uh, who would feed in just like cereal bowls and the cat wouldn't want to eat when it got, you know, to a certain level. And I guess they thought that the cat like wanted it fresh, like out of the bag. So it would dump more in there. Well, it would raise the level and the cat's like, oh, cool. I don't have to shove my whiskers back to get to this. Anyway, point being, shallow, stainless bowls are where it's at. Yeah. Period. Not a plastic plate. (laughs) Not a plastic vase that you (laughs) from. That's the opposite of what we want. Um, But yeah, I think you hear that like, oh, they're so picky. Like, they don't even want to eat what's left before they ask for new food. And it's like, yeah, it's probably just because... They can't physically re- reach it because their face clits are overactivated. Yeah, their face clits are overstimulated. Yeah. I mean, that's walk into your local pet store and ask them about what to do about a plate that's appropriate for their face clits. I want to hear the stories come in. Maybe uh, don't because that's probably sexual harassment. <laughs> yeah, don't do that. Well, and have you? I have like I've known people whose cats will actually like uh, paw the food out of the bowl. Mm-hmm. So scoop. it's like, you know, just a, just scoop it out. I don't it's want not to get a my fun, it's, Yeah, it's probably not a fun activity for them. It's just that they're they're managing what they can do to get the rest yeah. of the food. Yeah. Oof. Um Yeah, so like what else, you know, what else is important about about whiskers? So we alluded to, you know, all these sensory things they help cats with. Um and how that works and sort of, I guess, to kind of wrap up the uh, anatomy part of that, we'll do that real quick. Um, so as we mentioned, whiskers are tactile hairs. Um, they're also called vibrissae. That's the Latin name. And essentially- It's very what, cute. It's, yeah, it's a very, very cute, cute vibrissae. I feel like, <laughs> yeah, it's like the fanciest Latin word. Um, so yeah, those special- like sort of sensory organs located at the where the whisker attaches are called proprioceptors. And that's what sends the message um, to the brain regarding the position of the cat's body, where their limbs are, and like what's going on. And essentially, um, one of the things that those are also helping them do is um, stay balanced. So there's a lot of things that like make cats cats that really tie back to whiskers. So the whole being able to land on their feet, you know, being able to walk along a fence or the thing I see my cats doing all the time, which always blows my mind is like, I will sit on the couch and have like cups and stuff like stacked behind me because I am a true bisexual and I have three drinks, at least three drinks with me at all (laughs) times. At least. And they will (laughs) They'll walk over. But what's so funny is like you'll see them like watch your cat if they do this walking over something. They you know, it's like obviously they're approaching it. They can see the cup. So they're they're going over their first step. But those back feet always make it over. They never trip over anything. And I'm like, how are you just navigating this narrow little obstacle course of beverages I have set up for you? And it's because they're using those, you know, those back of their feet tactile hairs to sense um, where things are, you know, they can feel essentially with their leg, 
because that hair is coming out and kind of like tickling on whatever they're walking by. So I wish I had that. I would. (laughs) I do because I'm so I'm so clumsy and have such terrible balance. I feel like I need I need some feet whiskers to keep me keep me stable like a table. Um. (laughs) well you've you've seen that like video where someone had set up red cups all oh yeah hundreds of them and the cat just like they just go through it's amazing yeah it's it's incredible um and yeah they're they're super important they um they also help them you know sort of the way like if you think about um the way our eyelashes and eyebrows work to keep out particles and stuff. So they kind of help cats, like, if they feel something flying near their face, hitting those whiskers or being able to feel that helps them keep stuff out of their eyes, like if a projectile or, um, you know, a large piece of dust or something. Like, think about cats. They crawl around underneath furniture. They're much closer to all the dust bunnies and et cetera in the <laughs> world. Um, so those are also helping them keep their eyes healthy and particulate free and i have a question actually i don't know if we're gonna go over this or if you have the answer and if not we should look it up and put it in the show notes but they can can't their whiskers help them detect how far away an object is or how long of a distance something is i'm i'm thinking about this because so timber i'm currently feeding in the kitchen on like the counter which is pretty high. And if you watch her as she jumps, Nyx has been like, I haven't been able to stop seeing this since you mentioned it. But she jumps and then it looks like her body just gets like lifted up and she basically floats up to the um, countertop. It's really freaky. Cats are really fucking freaky. So this is absolutely true. So essentially, whiskers can help or they can sense vibration in the air, um, which means that they can use it to like measure distance. And this is again, this is something that like my brain doesn't know how to compute how this works because I don't have a whisker. And so it's like information that is unintelligible to me, (laughs) but absolutely um, so espe- like, so the reason for this is like, if an animal is like, if a cat is chasing prey, um, in the wild, they need to know, you know, can they catch up with it? Are they sort of, their brain is like doing these calculations about, are they going to catch it? How far away is it? Um, is it worth it essentially? Because cats, um, cats like They are, don't have the stamina, right? Yeah. They, so they have to. They have, they're hunters, like they're designed to chase kills and, and rest a lot so that they can exert that energy. It's not something they want to do, um, you know, if it's big cats, it's not something they want to do often. If it's small cats, it's like, you know, they're going to be doing that throughout the day, which is why, um, you know, cats sort of do that thing where they get really wild for like 10 minutes and mm-hmm. then sleep for 10 hours. <laughs> Yeah, like if I'm playing with Timber with a wand toy or whatever, it's like five minutes of rigorous activity. You are wildcat. And then at a certain point, she will just flop over. And it's like, yeah, they're done. done. Yeah, because they're supposed to. They're really. Yeah. I mean, and we'll kind of get into that in the future. I am so excited to talk about the hunt, eat, groom, sleep cycle. Yes, the cycle. Uh, 
So stoked. Okay, anyway, so whiskers help communicate emotions. Um, so, I mean, you can read your cat's mood by deciphering the position of their whiskers. So when they're hunting or they're really excited about something, you'll see the whiskers move forward. And then if they're pinned back, um, they might be threatened or feel nervous. And when they're just like hanging out on the sides, they're relaxed and they feel comfy cozy. Um yeah, it's just it's stuff like this that you don't think about. And that's why, you know, we talked about in a previous episode how um, dogs are super easy to read. I mean, I think I mean, cats are still obviously more difficult and there's much more to kind of figure out. But looking at little cues like these, like you can look at the cat and be like, oh, they're chill. Because mm-hmm. Absolutely. Looking at things like whisker placement, pupils, ear placement. I mean, cats have these really cool facial muscles that essentially allow them with like their whiskers or their ears to like move in any direction, basically. Like each hair can move, like each whisker can move individually, Mm -hmm. but also there's like a muscle that can move them all together. Um, and what are these creatures? I know. What are they made of? I mean, it really isn't helping the theory that cats are aliens and they came here <laughs> and, you know, they yeah. just they came from somewhere else because how, where did you get this biotechnology? Yeah. I need to know. Oh, it's so weird. Oh, yeah. So. So, yeah, when you're looking to try to understand what your cat's communicating, looking at their whiskers. And I will say, I don't know if other folks have this, but when I look at my cat or even a dog and I just focus on those whisker hairs, they start to look like weird fish animals to me (laughs) because it's like you kind of they kind of blend, you know, they blend Uh in a little bit. And then when you look at it, you're like, why do you have these massively long hairs? sticking out of your face (laughs) you freak well i mean that's Um, jinx because she's has such a squished face and then like you just keep staring at her and all the whiskers and she looks like a little sea otter she looks like a little seal no um and yeah so one thing we somehow haven't gotten to is like why are their whiskers so long sometimes um that is because whiskers correlate in length with the width of their body. So part of that is so that when they are getting, you know, cats can get into really tight spaces. They can like crawl under doors, through fences, stuff like that, that those whiskers at that width tell them, you know, can I squish myself enough to fit through this without having to actually do it and look like a dummy who got stuck in the fence? Um, Should you cut your cat's whiskers? Never. If there's any takeaway to have about this, we're never cutting whiskers. We don't pull on whiskers. We don't pluck whiskers um, because they are a body part. Like they are. Mm. It's not an accessory. It's not just a random hair. Um, Yeah. And it's like so, I mean, technically it doesn't hurt them because like our hair, like it doesn't hurt to get your hair cut. Mm-hmm. But it affects them in so many other ways. It fucks up their balance. It fucks right. up how they take in the world. And it, 
you just don't do it. But I mean, yeah. even if you pluck it, going back to the whiskers or clits, <laughs> like, okay, so plucking a hair is like super uncomfortable, but imagine like plucking a hair out of your clit. Right. Ow. No, no. No, thanks. Yeah. And, um, and yeah, cats do shed whiskers um Mm -hmm. naturally so you will find sometimes you'll find a whisker lying around i feel like that's supposed to be like a good luck and they're lucky yeah Yeah. but a lot of things can cause excessive whisker loss like high fever stress endocrine disorders and parasites and this is something i learned too wow i didn't Um, know this Researching, researching about this, but yeah. Um, so if your cat is like losing excessive whiskers or breaking them often, check in with your vet. But oh, like we've talked before, a lot of it comes back to stress. So yeah, put the detective hat on, figure yeah, out if your cat's stressed out. Monitor it, you know. Um, something I will say, another thing, if you're like kind of, you know, doing the once over on your cat, like checking their face, checking their teeth, just making sure everything looks good. Um, be careful if you have like candles that you burn and stuff. Cause my cats have definitely gotten curious about open oh, flames no. and then they get Singed a little, them right on. little singe, Ouch. Um, which yeah, it's just mostly not, you know, it'll fall and grow back, but you want them to not burn their whiskers off because they're so impactful to, how they how they exist and how they literally move through the world freaks they're just freaks they're just freaks is that it is that all we have about it. whiskers i think that's now. it i mean if you have questions about whiskers or you think there's something we didn't cover or you have a fun fact about whiskers hit us up on up. email hellcatspod at gmail.com instagram at hellcatspod and uh on our website even at hellcatspod.com and if you really love what we're doing and want to support become a patron go to patreon.com slash hellcatspod and you can get a bunch of bonus goodies bonus content um yeah Maybe some some little freebies. Well, I guess they're not freebies if you support us, but some fun yeah. things for supporting <laughs> us. Some little merchy surprises or um, exclusive content that regular listeners just don't have access to. Ooh, exclusive. Yeah. Anyway, sign up. Patreon, Instagram. Bye. Bye.